Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Money Watch ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Welcome to the Money Watch Podcast. It is Tuesday, April 18th. It's tax filing deadline today. Ooh, if you haven't filed, you better get that Form 4868, that extension rocking and rolling because uh, you got to get going. Uh, and by the way, if you make um, an estimate of what you think you owe, if you make some sort of payment, I think that automatically gives you the extension. But look, if you cannot afford to pay, there's lots of ways to get to the bottom line there. You can certainly choose an installment plan. That's a longer term plan. The IRS basically gives you an extra four months to pay. That's the biggest reason people need to extend is not that, oh, I don't have my documents. It's because they're freaking about freaking out about how to pay. Uh, go to our website, jillonmoney.com. I've got some last minute tax tips that are up there. So check it out. Uh, Mark, how are you today, producer Mark? Mark, best executive producer in the world. I'm good. Taxes are filed. Uh, listen, don't be, you really are show off about that. I know that. I was eager to do it this year because it was our first year of filing uh, jointly. So I was uh, curious what the pain would be like. And it wasn't so bad, right? Uh, there was pain, but it was moderate. A moderate. Uh, uh, Mark, if you had to describe your pain level, 10 being the most pain and one being no pain, how would you describe it? Um, six. No, that's more than I thought. I thought it was going to be a four because you didn't seem to make a big deal about it. I was surprised. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, All right. So let's just uh, make sure that everybody gets this done. I was looking up uh, just for fun because I was doing a TV segment about this. What happens if you don't file your taxes or for an extension? There is a failure to file penalty, which is 5% of the unpaid taxes for each month or part of a month that your tax return is late, the penalty, well, generally it won't exceed 25% of your unpaid taxes. That's insanity. To me, that's just like, why would you do that to yourself? So just file. Okay, I know you're going to file. And most of you have filed. So I feel like we have a very um, type A-ish kind of community, don't you, Mark? 
I would be shocked if anybody in our audience has yet to file. Or file for an extension. I would I would be shocked also. But raise your hand if you have, because we'd love to talk to you. All right. Today, uh, we want to bring one of you on the air with us, because that's what we do. If you would like to join us, just go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. We'll get your note. And if you check off the box at the end of the form and you say you want to come on the air, Mark does everything else while you're on the website. Don't forget, you could still buy the Great Money Reset. Are there 10 bold steps to turn chaos into opportunity? Yes, there are. And it's based on my conversations, our conversations with all of you. So check out the Great Money Reset and also check out our new service. It's called Jill on Money Live. Talk about taxes. All the people who got to join us with Ed Slot for our first quarterly webinar. If you want to see that webinar, all you need to do is join Jill on Money Live for 35 bucks, and you'll get that webinar plus three or no, I guess you'll get four more, right? It's a rolling, right, Mark? Anything that we put behind the paywall from this point on, I was starting with that slot, they'll have access to. You'll have access to, and we're going to put more stuff on that under uh, behind that paywall. So check it out. We're like the New York Times, Mark. We have a paywall now. We have free stuff, and we have some good stuff behind, behind the curtain. So check it out. All right, right now, today, we are talking to Carla, who is on the line from Indianapolis, Indiana. Hey, Mark, have you ever been to Indianapolis, Indiana? I think I drove through it on one of my journeys cross country. Really? And I, I've never been. I'm very bad in the middle of the country. I've got to do a whole real like exploration of the middle of the country. Although, you know, I had the best time in Minneapolis, Indianapolis, like down the street and a lot of basketball, big basketball territory. Right, Carla? A lot of basketball. Yes. A lot of basketball. Did you play basketball, Carla, or not? I did not. <laughs> what was your sport? Did you play a sport? I was a runner. You were? Yeah. What, what was your event? Cross country. Wait a minute. So every single time you had to do that same thing, 3.2 miles or whatever it is, every single time, right? Yes, but different courses. Oh, I guess that's it. Are you still a runner? Yes. I wish I could run. <laughs> so old. Carla, how old are you? 42. Oh, of course, she's still running. I was yeah. running like crazy when I was 42. The 50s gets a little more challenging. Why are you joining us today? What's happening? We're not going to talk about running the whole time. I could, though. Okay. Well, I'm joining you today because um, my husband and I have had a lot of um, changes in our financial lives in the last year. We have bought a business um, and we feel like we are in a little bit over our heads with our savings and retirement and just overall financial planning. And we were considering getting a financial advisor, but had some questions about one, whether do we really need it? Are we doing okay? Mm. Should we do the one-time option or should we do the option where they, you know, they take over everything and, and just manage it for you for a, for a fee? Okay. So um, is your husband also in his forties, some, something around there? Yeah. 47. Okay. And you bought this business, you guys were both employed and then just chucked it and bought a business? It's actually where he he works. So it's really his business. He bought he bought into where he was currently employed. Okay. How much did you guys have to or how did you finance it? Like how did, tell me the story of the business. It was previously a two owner practice. And about six years ago he bought nine percent. And um, from someone who was getting ready to retire. And then in July, we bought the other 40% from the person retiring. 
So you guys own um, 49% and there's another partner that has 51? Correct. Do we like the 51 person? Yes. Because he, he or she has a lot of power. Yes. They <laughs> were your lives for about 15 years. Okay. All right. That's good. How did you finance it? How did you, did you, did you borrow money or did you just have the money sitting around? We borrowed the money. Through a bank or through a family member? How? Through a bank. What do they charge you? Like, what are the terms of the loan? So we have two loans. So we have the 9% loan, mm-hmm. which um, was originally 375000 seven year at a 3.97% interest rate. And we owe 35000 left of that. So we have one What? Year. You've paid off all that? Yes, we have Holy one year smokes. left. Wait a minute. So thirty five grand left on the orig- on the OG loan. Yes. Okay. At three at let's call it four percent. Okay. If nine percent was three hundred, I can't wait to hear what forty percent is. You know, I'm dying. I'm dying. Okay. So let's talk about loan number two. Okay, this one's painful. So this one was um two million three hundred and sixty five thousand. Two million three hundred and sixty five thousand. And it's a 15-year at 3.89. Well, the rate's not so bad. I mean, it's a fixed rate, right? Yes, it's a fixed rate. And we can start to pay early after five years, I believe. I wouldn't be paying that down so fast. Please tell me that this is, and when you said practice, I'm like, please, God, let it be some sort of plastic surgeon where you make so much money that it's ridiculous. Is it? It's a veterinary medicine practice. Oh, okay. Is he getting paid a salary or is it a salary plus distributions? Salary plus distributions. Okay. How has that been? Like what, it was 2022 a normal year after like the COVID years? 2022 and 2021 were very good years in veterinary medicine because everyone got a pet. Oh, Right. Right. Okay. So when he bought the rest of the practice, it was at the highest valuation. Mm, Yeah. I got you. So what is it that he expects to make in terms of, you know, the, the normal practice, not, you know, I don't want to say like the extraordinary, but like, what can we count on him earning? Yeah. So I, I work part-time and I make between 90 to a hundred thousand, just mm-hmm. kind of varies on the year. Mm-hmm. And he is based 140 and we've only done two quarters with the new dividends, Yeah, but he's projected over the next year to make 520,000 <laughs> with dividends. I'm so excited. Okay. Sorry. With our first loan, we paid it off with just the dividends from the practice. Oh, that's so great. Now I've got the basics. That's a lot going on there, sister. Uh, What about the rest, like real life stuff besides that? You guys have kids or are you childless? I hope hope that these pets are really your children because that would help your financial situation. Well, we do have two cats and a dog, but we also have two children. Oh, no. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> two cats and a dog and two kids. Yes. Um, I like that you put them first. How old are the kids? They We have 11-year-old twins. They're in fifth grade. Oh, my God. Um, identical or fraternal? Fraternal. One boy, one girl. My girlfriend is an identical twin, so she considers fraternal twins siblings born at the same time. 
Yes, they really are. They're very different. Very different. It's so funny. Okay. I'm trying to figure out how we want to figure out your cash flow right now because it's weird. Your situation has changed. Let's start with, um, do you guys own a home? Yes. What's it worth? It's valued at around 420000 Is there a mortgage left on it? Yes. We have a 15-year mortgage at 2.125% and we owe 158 And we make our payments, like our monthly payment is around 1900 but we pay 1200 every two weeks just to follow the paychecks. This is such a cheap loan. You need some cash flow. Okay. You know, like I want to make sure we have cash flow. Just make the regular payments. This thing, it's already like you're, you're well into this. When did you get this mortgage? Um, we refinanced in, I'm not sure, maybe 2019. Yeah, 1920 probably with the, that rate. Okay. Oh, so really low, yeah. Yeah, but you're young. Just pay it off on the regular schedule. Don't make extra payments on that. Okay. Okay, because I, I need to figure out what your actual cash flow looks like. Okay, I promise I'm going to get to your question. I just want to figure this out. No, you're okay. There's a lot um, here. So do you guys have money in the bank right now? Yes. So we, like, you mean like our cash? Yeah. Yeah. So we have three, we have it kind of separated out into three different categories. So we have just a normal savings attached to our uh, checking account. Mm-hmm. And so that has 4,000 in it. Mm-hmm. And then we have a um, another savings through Betterment, which gives us like a 4% interest rate. And we have 100,000 in that. Oh, good. And then we have a another bank savings account that my husband uses to put his business money in. And he services the loan and the taxes through that. And right now we have 170. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. I mean, so right now on the 140 plus the 90 that you earn, yeah. if you had to live on that, could you? Without the business? Yeah, without the business. We live essentially on my income. Okay. Great. Except for the mortgage. Okay. But no, that's-, that's not true because my husband also does, he contributes to the 529s. All right, but that's okay. Like literally you have, I mean, you do have good income, right? That that base, the 140 and the 90, that 230, you put money into retirement, you put money into 529s, you, you, you live your lives. You can live it on those two, on that 230, right? Yeah. Okay. So how is he making retirement contributions? Is he doing it based on his $140,000 base? Is there a plan in place for the uh, practice? I think like with our retirement 
funds. I'm not sure how he bases it. I think he just maxes out as much as he can. So um, we both have 401ks. I have one through my own work Mm -hmm. and he has one that he maxes out annually. How much money do you figure is in the combined retirement accounts? All of them, about 580000 Is it mostly traditional, not Roth? Yes. So when we bought out the first bit, we were told that we made too much to contribute to a Roth. So then yep. we stopped doing Roths and started doing traditionals at that point in time. Okay. Besides that 580 in retirement, we'll do the 529s in a second. Is there any other, are there any other accounts, brokerage accounts, stock accounts, uh, inherited retirement accounts, anything like that? Oh, yeah. Sorry. The 580 um, includes 80,000 of a brokerage. Okay. And what is, what's in the 529 accounts? We um, have so far, we put about 1100 per kid per month in there. And so each child has 73,000. Holy smokes. That seems like a lot. Are you happy about that? I think. I mean, that's one of our questions is like, are we too aggressive with that? So is that it for like the assets? We've got our hands around the assets right now? Yes. Okay. Let's say, let's just say for the heck of it, this $2.3 million, $2.365 million loan. So this is an installment loan. Um, forgetting about paying it down early because it's actually not that expensive interest rate wise. What would the distribution level have to be to just cover that loan? We have to to cover the loan mm-hmm. and the taxes mm-hmm. every quarter. It has to be a hundred and two. So what happens if the if well, I mean the taxes would be less if the distribution is down. In other words, what happens if instead of getting the dividends of five twenty five, let's say, what if it was like, ah, hey, you know what? It's not business isn't quite as good. What happens if in a given year it's three hundred fifty thousand dollars? And I'm just I'm not, I'm not saying it will be. I'm just saying what would happen if, in other words, you'd pay you'd have a lower tax base, right? Because you wouldn't have to pay as much in taxes. I wonder what the actual loan part of it is. So right now we have four hundred eight thousand dollars that must come in, must come in to service the loan and pay the taxes on the on the distribution or dividends, right? I think what a, an important question that I would ask if I were the person looking at this is, okay, well, what happens in the year where business sucks? It could be something stupid. It could be like you have a horrible weather event in Indianapolis and no one's taken their pet to the vet. So then I want to understand what someone's going to ask you in your whole question was like, do we need a financial advisor, which I promise I'll get to. The real question is like, what happens if? So one thing we know is that we only have a year left at the other loan, right? And so there will be money freed up to help, right? Because in a year, the last 35 is done, and then there will be extra money that you will have as cash flow, which is great. The question is, what would happen to us if there was a six-month period where we had a terrible period of time where we weren't making these big distributions. What would happen? That's the question we want to answer because everything else is awesome. I have to be honest with you. Like it's good. So what that means is in your, like your real financial life, forgetting about, I mean, this is why I think it's very important for you guys to not prepay the house 
to just make those payments. Maybe this is a weird case where while at least for the next couple of years, I would probably pull back on the 529. I mean, 73 grand per kid. Are Are we financing state school or private school? Really, we wanted to be prepared for whatever they choose. Well, I hope they're going to choose community college so we can be take a breather. Mark, 73 grand for 10-year-olds or 11-year-olds, what does that give me if I have, I have whatever, seven more years? If they do nothing else, it'll be, it'll be a little over 100,000. They probably need more. They probably do need more. But should we pull back on that? right now versus pulling back on it. I'm worried about you not having enough cash on hand. I'm a complete nervous Nelly, small business owner, singed kind of gal. So my question is, what should we be thinking about? By the way, if you're an Indiana resident, I was ju- resident. I was just looking at the direct costs is like 25 grand a year. So you're basically, if, they, if these kids go to Indiana, 25 grand a year as, you know, in-state resident, you got that covered. So you can breathe one bit of a sigh of relief on that. So Mark, should they pull back on education or retirement? I'm inclined to say education. I would probably pull back. I'm not saying go from 1100 to zero, but maybe cut it in half for both kids. Yeah. And then what about retirement? Keep it going? I think so. I think so too. Because like you don't have a, the the weird thing is, right? So you're going to own this practice, you know, it's 15 years and he, he's going to be 62, 62 when this loan is paid off. You know, look, if things are cranking and it's amazing and you're making tons and tons of money, this is all going to be moot. You'll be like, oh boy, we can pay for tons. But you know, the other thing is if things are going really great and you say, oh, we should have saved more in the 529, big deal. So you'll be able to pay for it out of cash flow. You know, I think you need to build up cash on hand. That's my, that is where I stand. So the 100 grand of betterment is kind of like for your family. The 170 is for the business. I'll tell you what, is there, if you're, if you could think back in time, go pre-COVID, was there a time where you had six horrible months from this practice? Do they, like, I almost would like to go pre-COVID and figure out, like, what would the worst case scenario be and then model it after that. So that may mean that you need, instead of, he's got 170 on hand, I might want, like, I might want 300 on hand. I might want to have, you know, two and a half quarters on hand that I could know that I could make the payments. Okay, so go back pre-COVID and look and see what our last like the worst period yeah, was. Yeah, what is like the bad period? Like what was a bad period? And that's what I'd want on hand. Like six months seems like pretty bad. Like I guess if like if a tornado ripped through Indiana, you know, and blank hit the fan and nobody was going out and there was rebuilding and no one, right? Like that would be like a horrible three months, four months. I'd want to have that on hand. So like a quarter and a half or two I quarters? Think, I think two. I am such a wimp. I'd want, yeah, I'd like one 200. He's got 170. I'd want 200, 250, something like that. I am a wimp. You know why? What's the downside if I'm wrong? Oh, we have way more money than we thought. Okay. Now here's the thing. What do you need if you were going to hire someone to do fee-only planning? What I think, I don't think you need anyone to manage your money. I really don't. That's not the issue. You need someone to help you model out the best way to prepare for if business were to turn south. And I think that's a one-time event. I don't think you, I actually not sure you need ongoing financial planning. What do you think, Mark? 
Oh, I was going to say, is she comfortable doing this on her own? I get the sense that she is. She sounds like on it. I think our girl Carla's got this together. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, I don't know. It just seems like, well, how do you know what you don't know if you don't know it? So it's like, are we missing something just because we don't have the knowledge of it? But it yeah. seems like the fee for, because once you give them control, I had a hard time seeing us ever taking it back. I was, we were kind of leaning towards more like the one-time fee, but it yeah. is very, you know, nice to think that like, we don't have to worry about it. Someone else will just do it for us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I think if you want that, you can certainly get it. But I would think just, this is a very peculiar and particular situation. The 401k is really where all your assets stand and a little bit of, you know, in brokerage. And no one's really going to manage that so well anyway. It's just the choices are the choices. It's not that big a deal. And you can put it on autopilot. Both of you have 401ks. Where are they held? Um, mine is through John Hancock. It's through work. And uh, my husband's is uh, at Vanguard. Well, I mean, he's got Vanguard, which is amazing. And you can choose auto rebalancing on his account. You can choose a few funds, get it going. I do think you need a real fine, like a fee only financial planner who's going to charge you this one-time fee. Maybe they like, you could, maybe you could even try to have them set up a system where you're like, well, can we come back and update this in a year, you know, for a lower price? And I think that's really what you need. I don't think it's more than that. You know, there are CPAs who do this kind of work and they're, uh, they have a designation called PFS. I think it's personal financial something or other specialist. Thank you. Those folks also might be very capable of doing it. So that's also a possibility. I think that you are, it's a, it's a unique and very interesting situation. I'm not sure you bit off more than you can chew. I just think that we have to plan for it just in case. Just in case. Okay. Just in case. I mean, you're now seeing the, you see, you've got that wide eye Midwestern optimism, and now you are encountering the cynical, frightened New York Jewess who wants to look <laughs> at the worst possible scenario. No, I think you're going to be fine. Okay. I would just rather, look, it's the old story. It's like why I think estate planning is so important. I would rather plan for the worst and then put it away. You don't have to worry about it. Put right. the money away. That's fine. But I know you should not be paying down your mortgage early. And I know, I, I think, I shouldn't say I, th I know, that I know. And I think you probably could stop or pull back on the 529 for now. Just like get it, like you just started with this. Let's get a little bit of your sea legs back. So, and we shouldn't, do you feel like we should pay, like if we have a good, you know, quarters, should we continue to keep that as cash or should we put that towards the business loan, like pay it off? I think I'd probably pay off the business loan, yeah. but I always would want those two quarters in cash, you know, in cash. Okay. Totally. Perfect. Okay. So if you would like to come join us on the air, you can change your name. You can go incognito. Don't worry. It's very easy to do. Just go to jillonmoney.com and click the contact us button. Don't forget that when you're on the website, just bookmark it. You're going to come back there. We have so much content that is being refreshed all the time. This program, the Money Watch podcast, is hosted by me, Jill Schlesinger, and Mark Talercio, who is the co-host and executive producer. Karen Kranick is our web queen. We're distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. 
Try to lift someone up today. It will make that person feel good. It will make you feel good. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.